Five o'clock it is if you've just joined us here on SAFM Sound Awake. Good morning and uh, thanks for doing that on this Tuesday. Let's talk wellness now, Wellness Corner. Setting up your wellness vision board for 2022 is our topic. New Year is a time for fresh starts, reprioritizing and goal setting. As you're reflecting on the physical, professional and financial goals you hope to manifest in 2022, Don't forget to take your emotional well-being into consideration. Adopting steps to be happier instead of better can have a greater impact and can lead to a general sense of contentment, according to the Orange Times and Harvard Pilgrim, because this approach beats putting unnecessary pressure to completely change your lifestyle or appearance from unrealistic resolutions. But to talk more on this topic, we're joined by Paula Quincy, relationship expert and author. Paula, good morning to you. Thank you for making time. Good morning, Sandra, to you and the listeners. I hope you had a good Christmas. I did. Thanks. How was yours? Mine was wonderful. Thank you. Just a nice uh, small get-together, just yeah, relaxing really more than anything. Uh, but but we're looking at 2022 now, literally a few days to go before we say Happy New Year. So, <laughs> you know, uh, setting up your wellness vision board then for 2022, is this going to be uh, about New Year's resolutions or an overview of one's goals for the entire year? In our introduction, we're saying let's rather be happier instead of better. W- where does it begin? What is it? I think it's a combination of both. Firstly, reflecting on this past year and, you know, what have you achieved or what are, what has been your highlights for this year and, you know, having gratitude for that because gratitude contributes hugely to our emotional well-being as well. And then secondly, what are the things that didn't work for you this year or that you didn't achieve or accomplish this year that you would potentially like to carry with, with you into 2022 and set up as some of your goals um, to, or to achieve in, in 2022? And I think, you know, because of what's happened with COVID and the pandemic, one of the things that we've had to do is reassess what does success look like for us. You know, for a lot of us, some of our goals and that that we wanted, we couldn't do because of COVID and the restrictions placed on us, for example, travel. So we didn't realize a lot of those dreams. But also because of the impact of COVID, you know, loss of life and stuff like that, Mm. we've had to take stock of life from a different perspective and go, what does success really mean for me? What does it look like? What does it feel like? And how will I know that I've got there? Okay. So, I mean, as you say, what didn't work is one of the things we need to ask ourselves. What are the reasons, though, why the the New Year's resolutions fail or whatever we set out to achieve at the beginning of the year only lasts about two weeks? (laughs) Because we need to ask ourselves that question so that we know what not to do. Absolutely. So there's a number of reasons. One, firstly, people try to do too much too soon too quickly. So they try to make big changes in a short space of time, which is unsustainable. It can become overwhelming. Mm. It can feel too hard, too difficult, and we can lose motivation. So that's one of the reasons. Then the second one is we don't necessarily set ourselves up for success. In other words, we don't sit down and plan our goals in, in terms of a realistic time frame. We also don't have very good clarity on exactly what needs to take place for us to achieve this goal. So the action plan or the steps involved and where we need to start or what resources we may need. So let's say, for example, one of your goals is a health goal. Mm. Um, You know, 
do you need to go to a gym? Do you need a gym contract? Do you need a personal trainer? Do you need to change your eating habits? What does that look like? And then how do you put those steps in place to set yourself up for success instead of setting yourself up for failure? So what are the steps then when it comes to us being happier? What, what can a person do to, you know, in the new year be happier? I think first of all, if there is any unresolved issues or uh, chapters in your life, to find closure on those things, to let those things go, to find peace with it and acceptance with it and to be able to let it go and to move on into a new year with a new perspective. And then when it comes to setting your goals, to, to really sit down with pen and paper or vision board and, you know, um, clearly articulate what it is and I always believe that less is more so fewer goals you've got more chance of achieving them than this this list of 20 30 40 goals that you want to achieve which sometimes we don't get to achieve just because there's too many on the list and so start with what are the things that that I really want to do for myself from a self point of view so self-growth self-development self-achievement individual goals and then if you're in a relationship what are some of the couple's goals that you'd like to set together as a couple to keep you growing together and keep you connected and keep you on the same page. And then write them down and put a time frame to them and break that time frame down into whether it's monthly goals, weekly goals, or daily goals or actions that you need to take to be able to accomplish this. So if it's a health goal and you want to go to gym, is it three times a week? Is it every day? Is it in the morning? Is it in the afternoon? What do you want to do at gym? Do you want to do... Um, weights? Do you want to get a personal trainer to help you with a, a training plan? Do you want to change your nutrition? Do you need to see a dietitian to help you with that, with an eating plan? So really, you know, put some real thought behind it and write down those action steps that you need to take to help you achieve these goals. Okay, so we must let go. We must also practice, I guess, it speaks to forgiveness as much as we're letting go of attachment to things, right? Yes. And, you know, forgiveness, a lot of people struggle with forgiveness because they feel like, well, if I forgive you, it means I'm condoning your behavior, I'm Mm -hmm. condoning what's happened or I'm condoning what's done. And that's not necessarily true. It's accepting that this is what has happened. This is how it's made me feel. These are the boundaries that I need to put down that this doesn't happen again. And how do I get closure to not carry that with me in terms of any form of resentment into into my new space or my new perspective for the new year. Okay, the importance also of just asking for help when it comes to goal setting, or can we do this on our own? Let's talk about that. So we can we can do definitely. It depends on the type of goal. You know, if it's a simple goal that um, I want to just you know get up earlier every morning and have some quiet time for myself, we can do that for ourselves. In some cases, we may not necessarily have the skills or the knowledge or the know-how, and that's where we can tap into others that can help keep us accountable, that can also help us and guide us in achieving these goals. So, for example, if it's a financial goal or financial planning, we may want to talk to a financial planner that can sit down and take into account our lifestyle, our financial situation, and help us set financial goals and keep us accountable as well. Okay, so it is a vision board, so we're going to need to put pictures there with, with uh, once we've asked the questions and answered them. Yes, and then that could be the end result in terms of having a, a visual view of what your goals look like for the year. And this is where people do use tools like a vision board 
And this can be quite a fun exercise to do, you know, in terms of cutting pictures out of magazines and words that represent the goals or the areas of your life where you are setting goals for yourself and being very creative with it and then putting it up in a place that's visible for you, that's a daily reminder. So whether it's in your you know, bedroom inside the door or your cupboard door when you get dressed, whether it's on your fridge or your study or wherever it might be, but that keeps it top of mind. It keeps it, your focus on it. And there's that saying that if you see it and believe it, then you can achieve it as well. Yeah, I'm a big believer in vision boards. I think they really do work. And I think on the other hand, what I've found in my experience is it helps to also get rid of the people that don't align to whatever is on that vision board for you. Absolutely. And that's, you know, part of the letting go thing is, you know, who's adding value to my life and who's draining energy from my life? And how do I want to carry those relationships or those friendships forward into my new life? Do I want to move those people to the balcony of my life? And who do I who do I want to keep in the front row of my life? Because they add value. They lift me up. They don't drain me. Mm. And sometimes sharing that and showing it to someone who's close to you can either uh, make that person want to step up and realize that, you know what, uh, this, if I want this person in my life, I must continue or I must at least start to pull my socks up or it makes them run away and they realize maybe this one has too many goals for me. I can't stay. What would you say about sharing our vision boards? Should it be a secret or should we share with those uh, around us, the, those close to us? I think it's a great exercise to share it, you know, because it helps support each other, it helps motivate each other. It's a great family exercise that you can do as well, you know, get everybody around the table and do their own vision boards and then share the story around your vision board. And it's a great way to support each other as a couple, as a family, but even do it amongst yourselves as friends, you know, get a group of friends together and create a vision board. It's a great exercise to do. You can even do it in the workplace with your team as well as a team building exercise. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us. I think let's leave it there. It's quite straightforward. Have you started yours for 2022, Vision Board? I haven't yet. I will do it as soon as I get home um, from being on holiday. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, great. Thanks so much for joining us, Paula. We appreciate your time and uh, Happy New Year to you if we don't speak. I don't think we will before that. Thanks to you and the listeners as well. All right, then. Paula Quincy, relationship expert and author, helping us to set up our wellness vision board for 2022. Try and be happier instead of better. Try and do what you know you need to do for your emotional well-being and not just talk about financial goals and professional goals. Those are important, but it starts with our happiness and wellness. Otherwise, we won't be able to achieve any of those and we won't be able to be anything to anyone, really. 11 minutes past five is our time. We're going to talk agriculture in just a bit. Here's Shane Ward with uh, Breathless and then Leona Lewis with Better in Time.